0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello. Long time no talk about UFC. Uh, Genuinely has just been uh, things going on in life that haven't been able to sit down and watch the pay-per-views, and I don't feel that it's right to do previews and recaps on stuff I'm not actually even watching. So uh, this weekend, we're back, going to be strapped in for this one it looks like an absolutely stacked card we're going to go over all the fights like the recent history of the betting odds and then get into a little more depth of the main card uh, later on and then my three best bet picks on the card for betting so we'll start on the main card leon edwards minus 150 betting favorite versus colby covington who's a plus 125 betting underdog in the ufc welterweight division for the championship uh, Leon Edwards, 4-0-1 in his last five fights, the no contest coming against Bilal Muhammad for an eye poke, has wins over Rafael Dos Anjos, sorry, Nate Diaz, and Kamaru Usman in back-to-back title fights. Leon is 7-0 in fights decided by KO-TKO and 3-0 in fights decided by submission with an overall record of 21-3 in his professional career. Kobe uh, Covington, 3-2 in his last five fights with both losses coming to Kamaru Usman in title matches. Wins coming against Robbie Lawler, Tyron Woodley, and Jorge Masvidal. Colby is 3-1 in fights decided by KO TKO and 5-1 and in fights decided by submission with an overall record of 17-3 in his professional career. Edwards is 3 inches taller with a 2-inch reach advantage while also being 3 years younger than Covington as well. Alexander Pantoja is a minus-175 betting favorite against Brandon Royval who's a plus-145 betting underdog in the UFC flyweight division for the championship. Pantoja is 4-1 in his last five fights. The one loss coming against Askar Askarov via unanimous decision. Wins over Manel Cape, Brandon Royval, Alex Perez, and Brandon Moreno make up the rest of the recent run. Alexandre Pantoja, he is 8-0 in fights decided by KOTKO and 10-0 in fights decided by submission with an overall record of 26-5 professionally. Royval is 3-2 in his last five fights. Losses coming to Moreno and Pantoja. Wins coming over Rogerio Bontarin. Matt Schnell and Mateo Schnicklau. Uh, Royval, he's 4-1 and one in fights decided by KO-TKO and 9-1 and in fights decided by submission with an overall record of 15-6. Professionally, Royval is 4 inches taller but only has a half-inch reach advantage. He's also two years younger than Pantoja as well. Shavkat Rakhmonov is a, wow, Jesus, minus 600 betting favorite against Steven Wonderboy Thompson, who's a plus 425 betting underdog at the welterweight division. Rachmanov, 5-0 in his last five fights, defeating Alex Oliveira, Michelle uh Carlston Harris, Neil Magny, and Jeff Neal. Shavkat Rachmanov, he is 8-0 in fights decided by KO TKO, and 9-0 in fights decided by submission, giving him a 100% finishing rate in 17 professional fights. Uh, Wonderboy, he is 3-2 in his last five losses against Gilbert Vernes and Balan Muhammad, with wins coming against Vicente Luque, Jeff Neal, and Kevin Holland. Wonderboy is 8-1 and in fights decided by KO, TKO, and 1-0 in fights decided by submission. Overall record of 17-6-1. Excuse me. Rachmaninoff is 1-inch taller with a 2-inch reach advantage and is also 11 years younger than Wonderboy. Tony Ferguson is a plus 290 betting underdog against Paddy the Batty Pimblet, who's a minus 385 betting favorite in the lightweight division. Ferguson is 0-5 in his last five fights, losses, Coming to Charles Oliveira, Benil Daryush, Michael Chandler, Matt, Nate Diaz. almost said Matt Diaz. That would have been messed up. And Bobby Green, Tony Ferguson. He's 13-2 in fights decided by KO TKO and 8-3 and in fights decided by submission. Pimblett is 5-0 oh in his last five fights with only the last four taking place in the UFC. The wins in the promotion coming against Luigi Vandermini. Kazula Vargas, Jordan Levitt, and Jared Gordon. Patty is six and zero in fights decided by KO, TKO, and nine and one in fights decided by submission. Ferguson is one inch taller and has a three and a half inch reach advantage, although Patty is eleven years younger than El Kakui. The main card opener: it's Vicente Luque, a plus three hundred betting underdog against Ian Gary, who's a minus four hundred betting favorite in the welterweight division. Luke is 3 and 2 in his last 5 fights, the losses to Belon Muhammad and Jeff Neal with wins over Tyron Woodley, Michael Kiesa and Rafael Dosanjos. Vicente is 11 and 1 in fights decided by KO TKO and 8 and 2 in fights decided by submission. Gary's 5 and 0 oh in his last 5 fights, the wins coming against Darian Weeks, Gabe Green, Sancanan, Daniel Rodriguez and Neil Magny. Ian is 7 and 0 oh in fights decided by KO TKO and 1 and 0 oh in fights decided by submission. Gary is four inches taller and six years younger, but Luque does hold a full-inch reach advantage. Now we move to the prelim card, where it is the featured prelim of Josh Emmett, plus 160 as the underdog, against Bryce Mitchell at minus 190 as the favorite in the featherweight division. Emmett is 3-2 in his last five fights, losses against Yair Rodriguez in an interim title bout in Elia Taporia. The wins coming against Shane Burgos, Dan Ige, and Calvin Cater. Josh is 6-1 and one in fights decided by KO-TKO, and 2-1 and one in fights decided by submission. Uh, Mitchell is 4-1 and one in his last five, the lone loss coming against Elia Taporia as well, with the wins coming over Charles Rosa, Andre Feely, Edson Barbosa, and Dan Ige. Bryce has never had a fight decided by KO-TKO, but is 9-2 in fights decided by submission. Mitchell is 4 inches taller and 9 years younger, but the reach is the same for each fighter in the matchup. Irene Aldana, minus 200 betting favorite against Carol Rosas, plus 170 in the women's bantamweight division. Aldana, 3-2 in her last five losses to Holly Holm and Amanda Nunes, title fight and the retirement fight for the Lioness. With wins coming over Kitlin Vieira, Jana Santos, and Macy Chason, Irene is 8-2 in fights decided by KO-TKO, and 3-0 and in fights decided by submission. Rosa is 3-2 in her last five losses against Sarah McMahon and Norma Dumont with wins over Betch Kohea. Lena Landsberg, and Yana Santos. Carol Rosa is 4-0 in fights decided by KO-TKO, and 2-2 in fights decided by submission. Aldana is 4 inches taller and holds a 1-inch reach advantage, but Rosa is 7 years younger than her opponent. Cody Garbrandt, minus uh, 220 betting favorite against Brian Kelleher, who's a plus 180 underdog in the Bantamweight division. Garbrandt, 2-3 in his last five. Losses coming to Pedro Munoz, Rob Font, and Carr France, with the wins coming against Rafael Sunsau and Trevin Jones. Cody, 10 and 4 in fights decided by KO-TKO, which shocked me because I was like, man, it feels like he's lost like 12 fights to knockout. Uh, never had a fight decided by submission in his career, though. Kelleher, 2 and 3 in his last five fights as well, though. Losses coming against Ricky Simone, Umar Miramagomedov, and Mario Batista, with the wins coming against Domingo Pilarte and Kevin Kroom. Brian Boom Kelleher, he is 8 and 1 in fights decided by KO-TKO and 10 and 8 in fights decided by submission which another strange stat because he's listed as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. Garbrandt is two inches taller and five years younger, but Kelleher actually holds a half-inch reach advantage. Then uh, we have Casey O'Neill, minus 210 against Ariane Lipski, plus 175 in the women's flyweight division. O'Neill, four and one in her last five fights with the lone loss coming against Jennifer Maia. The wins against Shayna Dobson, Laura Procopio, Antonina Shevchenko, and Roxanne Modiferi. Casey is 3-0 in fights decided by KOTKO, 2-0 in fights decided by submission. Lipski, she is 3-2 in her last five. Losses were to Montana De La Rosa and Priscilla Cachoeira. Wins were over Mandy Bohm, JJ Aldrich, and Melissa Gatto. Ariane, 6-4 in fights decided by KOTKO, 3-0 KOT, in fights decided by submission. O'Neal is three years younger and holds a 2-inch reach advantage, but both ladies will stand at 5 feet 6 inches in height. The early prelims now. Alonzo Menifield plus 205 underdog against Dustin Jacoby, who's a minus 250 favorite in the light heavyweight division. Menifield is three one and one in his last five fights. The draw coming against Jimmy kroot The uh, uh sorry, the draw coming against Jimmy kroot Sorry if I messed that. up, loss coming to William Knight. Also had win wins against Askar Mazarov, Misha Serkinov, and. Jimmy Crute in the rematch. Alonzo is 10-1 in fights decided by KOTKO and 3-0 and fights decided by submission. Jacoby on the other side, 3-2 in his last five losses at the hands of Khalil Roundtree and Azamat uh, law, or wins over Michael Olegchuk, Dawoon Jung, and Kennedy and Sheshwaku. Not a good bunch of names there. Thanks, Dustin, for that. He is 12-1 in fights decided by KOTKO and 1-2 in fights decided by submission, though. Neither fighter in this matchup has an advantage in reach, while Jacoby is three inches taller and one year younger than Menafield Tagir Ulanbakov, if I'm saying that right, Ulanbakov, minus 175, the favorite against Cody Durden, who's plus 145 in the flyweight division. Ulanbakov, he is 4-1 and one in his last five, 3-1 in the UFC, only losing to Tim Elliott but winning against Bruno Silva. Alan Nascimento and Nate Maness, uh Tagir is 1-0 fights decided by ko tko and 7-0 in fights decided by submission Durden and 4-1 in his last five the loss coming to muhammad makayev who seems like everyone is losing to because you know undefeated wins over jp bays carlos malta charles johnson and jake hadley uh, we have cody at 6-0 in fights decided by ko tko 5-3 fights decided by submission Ulan Bakov has a 3-inch reach advantage, but otherwise both fighters are 32 years old and 5 feet 7 inches tall. Andre Feely is a minus 185 favorite against Lucas Almeida, plus 155 underdog in the featherweight division. Feely won 3-1 in his last 5. The draw coming against Daniel Pineda. Uh, the loss is coming at the hands of Bryce Mitchell, Joe Anderson-Brito, and Nathaniel Wood with the lone win coming over Bill Algio. Uh, Andre Feely, nine and three fights decided by KO TKO and three and two in fights decided by submission. Almeida on the other side three and two in his last five but one and one in the UFC with the loss to Pat Sabatini and the win over Michael Trisano. Lucas Almeida nine and zero in fights decided by KO TKO five and one in fights decided by submission. Both fighters are five feet eleven inches tall but Feely holds a three inch reach advantage while Almeida is one year the younger. Martin Budai, minus 190, favorite against Shamil Gaziev who's a plus 160 underdog in the heavyweight division. Budai, 5 0 in his last five. He's 4 0 since joining the UFC with wins against Chris Barnett, Lucas Breski, Jake Collier, and Josh Parisian. Uh, Martin Budai, 7 0, fights decided by KOTKO, 2 0, fights decided by submission. Gaziev, Gaziev. Not sure how I'm gonna say that one. Uh, he's five and zero oh in his last five. Although this is going to be his debut in the UFC after he earned a contract on Dana White Contender Series last time out. Shamil, he is seven and zero oh in fights decided by KO, three 0 oh, fights decided by submission. Both fighters six feet four inches tall. Budai is one year the younger, while Gaziev holds an inch and a half reach advantage. And the very first fight that you will see. Randy Brown, 260 betting favorite against Muslim Salikov, plus 210 underdog in the welterweight division. Excuse me, Brown is four and one in the last five. The loss coming to Jack Della Madalena, with the wins over Jared Gooden, Chaos Williams, Francisco Trinavo, and Wellington Terman. Uh Randy Brown, he is six and two in his last five fight, or six and two in fights decided by KO TKO. That didn't even add up. Jeez, what am I doing here? Uh, five and two fights decided by submission. Salikov, 3-2 in his last five losses at the hands of Li Jingliang and Nicholas Dalby with wins coming against Elliot Aliz- Aulizu Zaleski dos Santos, Francisco Trinaldo, and Andre Fialio. Muslim, uh, he is 13-1 in fights decided by KO-TKO, 2-2 in fights decided by submission. Brown is 4 inches taller and holds an 8-inch reach advantage and is 6 years younger than his opponent. Now we've run through all of the fights. I'll jump back to the main card and kind of give the little mini breakdown of what I think of each fight or each fighter kind of deal. Um, Edwards versus Covington, the main event. Covington's strategy is known. He wants to come out wrestling and clinch on the cage, keep his opponent on their toes, and tire them out early on in the fight, whether that means the volume of punches standing or uh, the grappling on the mat or against the cage. Edwards, though, has shown the ability to stuff takedowns and get back to his feet against Kamara Usman who also beat Covington twice, and is solid but not elite in every area. He's not going to come out and be a knockout artist, but he's also not a submission ace kind of deal. I think in this fight, if Covington fails to set the tone in the first round and keep it that way the rest of the fight, Edwards is going to win going away, stifling all of Covington's advances. Pantoja versus Roy of All, the co-main event. Pantoja is solid everywhere, standing up, the strike game is strong, and the ground game isn't weak either, whereas Royval is a guy known for winning fights on the mat more so than with his striking game, but he's not anything spectacular on the uh, feet. I think Pantoja can do the same thing he did against Moreno, start out with his hair on fire and just be explosive enough to eke out points in the rounds later on, or maybe he might even stun Royval on the feet and get the finish. Uh, I don't truly see a path for Royval here unless he's really grown and matured to a point that he shocks Pantoja with his growth. But I just I don't see it. After how Pantoja handled Moreno, Rachmanov versus Thompson. I hope this fight is closer than the odds suggest. Uh, Shavkat is strong everywhere, flying up the welterweight rankings since he debuted in the UFC. While Thompson is known mostly for his striking and karate, more so than any particular finish. Uh, I think Shavka's going to put the fight together and get the win, but I refuse to rule out Wonder Boy, especially after the Kevin Holland fight. Ferguson versus Pimblett. Tony Ferguson probably should just retire, and I'm saying that as someone who uh, loves Tony Ferguson. Uh, even when he looks like he has everything going on for him in the cage, he still finds a way to get beat lately, whether that's a Nate Diaz submission or a Michael Chandler cold clean knockout. And Paddy the Batty, he's going to be coming out here flying out of the chute in his first fight in a long time after surgery. Uh, he's going to try to prove the point that his last fight wasn't a fluke win that just got handed to him, uh, come out and make a statement against one of the legends of the sport. Look for a Paddy knockout win in the first two rounds of this one. That's what I'm expecting here. Luke A. versus Gary, the main card opener. I think this is 100% closer than the odds are suggesting I I, just like looking back at the past fights did the did the bookmakers forget that Ian Gary got caught like bad against Song Kanan and only came back in the final round to get a knockout in that fight Luke will not be as forgiving and won't let any mistakes go unpunished Gary is not bad by any means I don't want it to sound like I'm saying that but the betting line suggests that this fight's going to be even easier than his last matchup against Jeff Neal that went to the scorecards. Uh, Luque is, in my opinion, uh, better than Jeff Neal all around. I know Neal beat him, but like as an all-around fighter in a matchup against Gary, I think Luke is better. Uh, he'll be able to do the grappling and clinch work that Gary hasn't. Not that he's shown that he's bad, but he hasn't shown that he's electric with it like he is with the striking. There's no result in this fight that's going to surprise me, though, honestly. Um, But yeah, that's my little short breakdown of all the fights, little insight in the recent runs of all the fighters. My three best bets on this card, Martin Budai, you can get him minus 165 on BetMGM against Shamil Gaziev. Budai is a guy that I saw his name, and I was like, ah, knockouts. (laughs) I know this guy. Uh, So if I can get him closer to even money than he has been, I'll take it. Irene Aldana, same thing, minus 190, that's on Caesars against K.R. Rosa. She's coming off the title loss against Amanda Nunes, who retired after winning that fight. So Aldana's going to want to come out here and prove the point that she should still be considered on the top of the mountain in the division. She's going to come out and want to win this fight going away. And lastly, Alexander Pantoja, minus 165, that's on Caesars as well. That's against Brandon Vall. Like I said, unless Val has grown and gotten much stronger in his uh, game, I don't doubt him. I just want to see it first, and uh, I just think Pantoja's last outing was much more of a statement than anything I've seen Val do since beating uh, Kaikar France. That one's still stuck in my head right off the top, but anything since then I honestly couldn't tell you, and if that's the case and Pantoja's out winning the belt... I'm going to go with Pantoja there. So that's all I have for the preview. Felt good to look back at the UFC again for the first time in a while. Hopefully the card lives up to all the hype, and I will talk to you guys afterwards. Thanks for listening, and bye bye